Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. Louis Capaldi is just incapable of writing bad songs, isn't he? Hello and welcome back to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About, the podcast that aims to normalise unexpected and potentially uncomfortable conversations and encourages people to prioritise their mental health by talking about things that they wouldn't necessarily want to talk about. Hi, hello, how are you? That was a, a, a quite a random opening thought at the top of the episode, I will admit. However, I've been listening to a lot of Louis Capaldi lately, uh, specifically his more recent album, which the name of is escaping my memory currently, which is, it's unforgivable. <laughs> I should know it. Divinely uninspired to a hellish content, a hellish extent. I don't even know the first one, really. But the, that aside, I am currently so obsessed with Mr. Capaldi's music that I have considered, which won't ever happen. Um, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, actually. I don't know why I'm talking about it. I, I know why I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it because I've been running out of things to talk about at the start of these podcasts, and I need to fill approximately 10 minutes worth of content at the top of the episodes before we spin the wheel and so I'm just making up shit but the thing is I'm not even making this up this has been a genuine thought of mine for the past couple of weeks which is I would love to put together a tribute show so to speak of Louis Capaldi where I sing his songs for audiences in his style of singing. I would love to do that. The trouble is, I can't sing as well as Louis Capaldi. And again, don't know why I'm putting this out on the podcast for, for public consumption, because it's actually rather embarrassing. I, not five minutes ago, was stood in my kitchen singing to a YouTube backing track of The Pretender by Louis Capaldi. One thing I will say, that's something I say a lot on this podcast, when it's not even warranted. All, all, I'm, all I'm planning on doing now is moving on to the next point, but I start it by saying, one thing I will say to make me sound intelligent, when I'm very clearly not. But one thing I will say is The Pretender is a song that I really resonate with. If you've not heard it, it's a song by Louis Capaldi, obviously, and it's about him basically wearing a mask and not not being his authentic self in front of people. And I've talked about this before on the podcast where I am most comfortable when I am not me, like when I'm not Sean, when I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not. 
Hence why I like going on stage and singing for people and performing and acting and being someone different for a bit. Because what I would rather do, this is going to sound very dark, what I would rather do is spend a a brief period of time being somebody else and then I can go back to being Sean again rather than just getting sick of being Sean and switching it all off completely. But that's where I'm at and that's why I love performing. That's why I thrive on this kind of thing and pretending to be a presenter of a podcast so that I can, just for a short while, not be Sean. And that's why that song, uh, The Pretender by Lewis Capaldi, resonates with me. Anyway, how are you? It's Friday. It's the weekend. We're we're all happy because we're about to have a lie-in on Saturday morning, unless you work in retail. I've mentioned that before on the podcast. I'm really sorry if you do work in retail. Tripping over my words now. I'm really sorry if you do work in retail. But I can only talk about things that I am, um, that I know, and I don't work weekends. I'm really sorry. So if you are like me and you don't work weekends, then enjoy your lying this weekend, unless you have kids. In which case, go and listen to the Parenting Hell podcast. I don't have kids, but I do listen to the Parenting Hell podcast. It's really funny, it's really good. And people that do have kids that listen to the podcast tend to get in touch and tell them that it's really helped. So go and listen to that if you've got kids and you like listening to podcasts. What am I talking about at this point? What I would love to do is... While while I am switched off from being Sean, I would love to take on the persona of someone that knows how to fill silence with listenable podcast content rather than a person who is literally just going to make up words that don't make any sense for several minutes until the time is done and we can just move on and spin the wheel. One thing I could do, and I've considered this before, and I don't know why I'm saying it out loud because it's this is the kind of thing I could probably just think to myself it would take half a second, uh, do it and get on with it and then no one would be any the wiser, is I could not worry about putting 10 minutes at the start of the podcast for chit-chat and I could just put more time into talking about the topics once I've spun the wheel. However, I found a bit of a format with this podcast and most of my previous episodes have a sort of approximately 10 minute opener and I don't have OCD. I know that's a very specific and oftentimes severe disorder or whatever word you want to use for it, uh, persona. I don't want to disparage it or make light of it or anything because I know it can be very severe I don't have that but in my head now since I already have x amount of episodes out with x amount of time at the start of the podcast already put out for me to now change that concept whether I said it out loud or not which I have now so there's no there was literally no point in me saying that I just couldn't do I couldn't change that now if you know what I mean like if I'd just come onto the podcast at the start and said, hi, I'm having a good week, let's crack on with it, I could spend more time talking about the topics. But that's I, I, I couldn't do that in my head. That'd worry me. Which is also weird because I'm not a superstitious person, as I've 
pointed out time without number. That being said, I do think I've bullshitted long enough at this point. And what I am going to do is spin the wheel. (laughs) And the topic is, it's another ology. It's sociology. So what we're going to do here is play another game of Sean doesn't know what it is, so he's going to make it up and look stupid. Somebody create a jingle out of that for me and send it, don't know what part of gmail.com, and we'll make that an actual feature with a with a jingle and everything, because this happens so often on this podcast. Sociology. I've heard of it. Okay, obviously I've heard of it. It's a common thing. Sociology. But I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if it has something to do... Obviously, it has... Well, does it have something to do with society? Or is it to do with social aspects of life? Because I don't know, and what I don't want to do is get it kind of right, but just off the just off the mark enough that it makes me look a bit silly, I'm going to go completely the other way and 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 make up something that I know it definitely isn't so another disclaimer that if you're looking for a podcast on sociology this is not the place what I'm about to say on sociology is not true and you shouldn't be taking this for educational purposes so just to reiterate what I'm about to say about sociology I know is not right I'm going to make sure I'm so wrong that you can't even accuse me of being stupid because I did it on purpose. Is that okay? I feel like I'm going crazy. But that's my life now. So, there we go. So, sociology is the study of the impact that social media has on people's minds and well-being which if that is a real thing i can imagine has a, an an abundance of case studies and papers written around it because social media social media is a horrible horrible place social media can be used for brilliant things for amazing things fantastic things but everybody has access to social media not just the good people but everybody including the dickheads so as as part of my plug to try and um, push this podcast I've done I've been doing a couple of reels and turning these these YouTube videos into short reels and and YouTube shorts and TikTok videos to share online so that people can see and hopefully click the link and watch the podcast and I put a video out and it was the same video on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and YouTube and one day I went I was scrolling through the different bits and pieces and I saw on the YouTube channel that this one short had had, had 1.6 thousand views 
And I was like, this is amazing. It's my most viewed thing. And I, it's amazing that it's been viewed. I saw that it had three comments and 10 likes. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm getting so much traction. And basically the video was from the episode where I talked about going for a jog and listening to a podcast. And I said that it was basically a bad idea for me to have listened to a podcast and gone for a jog at the same time. And then I said, for two reasons. First reason, because, and I cut it off, right? Now I did that kind of in jest as a sort of joke. Also because it's it's kind of what Stephen Bartlett does on his... <laughs> on his sort of reels and adverts for his podcast is he always gets a guest on and it's like, so um, what's the best way to lose weight? And then his guest goes, well, first you gotta, and then it cuts off. And I thought, oh, that's a good way of advertising actually, because it, it gets people wanting to click. It gets people going, oh, I want to listen to the whole episode. Um, and so I thought, oh, that'd be fun. I'll I'll put this on. It's a, bit, it's a little bit of a jest, a little bit of a joke. I'll pop it on, um, on the social medias, and it'll cut off when I'm when I'm about to say the main point. And like I said, on most of the things, it got more or less no traction. A couple of views, no interactions. But on YouTube, it had loads of views, three comments, and ten likes. One of the comments was quite simply a person saying nice try lovely then the second comment was from a person called curtis hi curtis uh curtis isn't listening and i'll explain why curtis wrote something along the lines of the fact that you cut the video off when you were about to say your main point was absolutely stupid and I have now clicked a button that says, don't suggest this channel to anybody else. And then below that was a reply to his comment saying, exactly, I f hate this kind of thing. I won't be listening to this bollocks again. And they were the three comments. Three pretty negative comments. One of them was just, nice try, which... I suppose is a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you tried, but no. And that really cut deep. And I, I read it just before bed, and I was like, f sake, I'm not going to be able to sleep now because of this. But then I listened to Sleep Cove, as mentioned in a couple of episodes ago, out like a... I was going to say out like a rat then. Is that a thing? Out like a... something. Anyway... It really got me, and then I woke up the next morning, and I was still thinking about it, and then I was like, actually, no. The issue here isn't with me and my video. The issue here is with Curtis. Curtis. Curtis must be struggling, and I feel for Curtis. Curtis has made the decision after watching it. I'm not kidding you, a 16-second video. It's approximately 16 seconds. And that video hurt Curtis's feelings so badly that he felt the need to tell the rest of YouTube, do not watch this channel, and then comment on my video 
to tell me what he had done to, to hurt my feelings. First things first, that was counterproductive because yes, you've told everyone not to come and see my channel, but you've then commented on my video giving me traction and making it my most watched video on YouTube. So thanks for that, Curtis. That was really nice of you. Thank you for the comment. And I just can't help but feel bad for this person. Genuinely, I'm not being facetious. The fact that a person feels so bad in themselves that they have to, like I said, off the back of a literal 16 second YouTube short. Something bad must have happened in Curtis's life, and I, I'd love to get to the bottom of it. I'd love to get to the bottom of it. If you do hear this, Curtis, drop me a message. We can have a chat. We can talk things out. As I've said on this podcast, I'm a champion of mental health awareness and talking things out and getting things off your chest. So if there is anything, then do get in touch, please. If you're just a dick, then you're just a dick. But more often than not, there are deeper issues there. Um, but also, thank you for the comment and the and the traction that it gave me. Uh, after I sort of realised that, that actually, yeah, he did give me that comment, which made me feel bad. But then I can't imagine how bad he feels in himself to to want to post that. Same with the other person. You could have just scrolled past. It was a 16 second video. If you're scrolling through YouTube shorts, it would it would have taken you more time to write that comment than to just listen to the whole short. Anyway, I feel like I've gone slightly off topic here, but that being said, I think sociology is the looking at the kind of uh, psychology of uh, how people are affected through social media, through comments like trolls, like how I've just mentioned. And, you know, like I said, more often than not, I think it's Gar Gary V that's a champion of this, is trolls who give you shit online, treat them with respect, give them love, because the, they they cannot be happy in their own life when they feel the need to go online and trash talk a literal stranger. Which is what I am to them. I'm a nobody. I am a literal nobody. And they saw a 16 second video of me and sent me some, what I would consider, unwarranted abuse. But... If it's relieving some kind of stress in their head, then so be it. But I would rather we talk it out and get things off our chest than, than put it out there as abuse. Because this time you did it to me, and I don't mind. But you could have done it to someone else and could have really hurt them quite deeply. I mean, it did cut me pretty deep to begin with. But once I sort of sat back and analysed the situation, I managed to deal with it. So yeah, Curtis, if you're out there listening to the podcast, hit me up, let me know how you're feeling, if you don't still hate me off the back of that literal 16 second video. So that's what sociology is, the 
analysis of the psychology of people through social media or how social media affects people's psychology next topic okay this one is a deep subject i'm gonna try and not make this funny in any way well no there will be no attempt to make this funny the topic is dementia dementia if you don't know i know a lot about dementia because my mum works in a nursing home that specifically cares for people with dementia so i know a lot about dementia she and my mum has worked there for as long as i can remember and i've met some wonderful people through the years that mum's been working there that have sadly had dementia and uh now passed on some of them are still still with us and still uh still kicking it and um yeah so dementia for those of you who don't know it's a degenerative uh sort of psychological and physical disorder really um basically it's the it's it's a regression of the of the brain alzheimer's schizophrenia Korsakoff's, these are all sort of sub-components of dementia. So um, people with dementia will forget things. They will lose mobility. They will think they are somebody else or they will think they are... They've, they will think they've reverted back to childhood um, and such like. I remember one lady um, years and years ago was in my mum's home and um she would carry around a teddy bear with her and she basically had regressed to the age of six and she thought this teddy bear was the teddy bear that she carried with her when she was when she was a six-year-old literally literally babe in arms almost and that's how she would uh, knock about with this little teddy bear and she treated the teddy bear as well like an actual baby and you know she'd try and shove food in its mouth and obviously the teddy bear couldn't eat and it would get dirty because it would have literally food around its mouth that she would like she'd literally get like a spoonful of soup and try and force feed this teddy some soup i so as as well i i sometimes go into my mum's nursing home to do some singing for the residents because something that is really good for them uh, it, it, to stimulate their senses and keep their minds, keep the cogs working kind of thing is is to reminisce about old times because because there is a regression aspect to it. So they won't know songs from today, but they will remember songs from their youth because they quite often... Like, I, I, I go in and I sing things like, like Tom Jones. I sing Elvis Presley, Buddy Holly... Neil Diamond, Frank Sinatra, and I will go and I'll entertain the residents with these songs. But these residents will probably, as I'm singing these songs, will will think that they are still new in the charts, if you understand what I mean. So it's it's nice to see... It actually sometimes get quite emotional to see there was one man some years ago 
I was singing a Buddy Holly song um, and his daughter was visiting him at the time and, and he was dancing with his daughter. I could just see tears coming out of his eyes and he was he, he really lovely man. And then afterwards I found out that the reason he was crying is because he used to sing Buddy Holly to his dad when he was younger. And obviously he'd since lost his dad and stuff and that was really sweet. Um, but also I've I've been there before and sung for the residents and obviously all the residents there are older people. Dementia is it it's a it's a it's a disease that affects older people people all these people are at least in their 60s and 70s and this one person was uh, came and spoke to me after I sang and she said to me she said to me I I used to dance for you you used to come and sing in the working men's club when I was a little girl I was only six and I would dance for you do you remember and of course you play along because, you know, I'm not going to stand there and go, no, that's not true. I'm much younger than you. When you were six, I my 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 grandparents probably weren't born. Um, so I that <laughs> that's not the kind of thing that you that you do. It it's just cruel. So you play along, and you go, yes, of course I do. I remember singing in those working men's clubs and. And, and and having you dance for me. It was really wonderful. You're a great dancer. Um, and obviously what, what had happened is she had regressed to a, a point in her life where one of her only real memories is dancing for this singer in a working men's club when she was younger. I've come in, sung some songs, and that's triggered a memory for her and I maybe kind of loosely resemble the man that she danced for and that's and that's what's that's what's triggered the the the, the conversation um and it's it's honestly truly devastating um dementia if 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 it if it ever worms its way into your life then I, I feel for you because it's it's truly awful and the I hope we can one day get to a point where it's eradicated because it's truly genuinely devastating. I wish I could uh turn this into something light-hearted but I um I can't. One thing I will say and this still is quite dark but actually quite thought-provoking when you think about it there was a man in my mum's home this is we're going back years now we're going at least 15 years ago and this man was told that he had lung cancer he also had dementia he was in the home he had dementia and then he got told unfortunately he had lung cancer now lung cancer is one of the so I'm told, one of the quickest, when it's terminal, one of the quickest forms of cancer to take someone's life. It's 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 a matter of weeks normally because it very quickly deteriorates your lungs and without your lungs you can't breathe and without your breath you can't pump blood and without your 
pumping blood you can't beat your heart but this man survived after being told that he had lung cancer survived another two and a half years of life without treatment he denied treatment he he, he you know he denied any treatment he said he didn't want any treatment for it and he, he lived another two years two and a half years and we never there was never any confirmation from any doctors but one thing that we were convinced was that it was because he wasn't worried about it because he got told he had lung cancer and then he immediately forgot he forgot he had lung cancer so he wasn't stressed so then he didn't stress himself out about it so then his body didn't deteriorate as fast as maybe someone else who does have lung cancer who does stress about it which is a morbidly light way of looking at it it's a little bit fascinating and uh, makes you think and on that note that cheery 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 note we'll end it there <laughs> thank you if you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk to me about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast before, then send in your anecdotes, your stories, your whatever you want to don't know what part at gmail.com. If you click the link tree link in the description of this podcast or this video, if you're watching on YouTube, then you can find me on all of my other adventures, including Kinky Boots, which is at the Lyceum Theatre in Crewe from the 17th to the 20th of April 2024. Almost forgot the date then. If you could leave me a five-star review on whichever podcasting app you're listening on, that would be wonderful. And if you click the little plus icon at the top of it, that would mean you have subscribed to my podcast. And so you'll get notified every time I post. Similarly, you can do the exact same thing on YouTube by clicking the actual subscribe button that says subscribe there. Like the videos, comment on the videos, whatever you want. And we'll hopefully grow this community, get more people talking more people more comfortable with sharing their feelings i hope you have the most wondrous weekend whatever you're doing i'll see you on monday when i could be talking about literally anything bye <laughs>